Support for the PWT cast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off, a whole-ass 20% off, and free worldwide shipping uh, with the code PWTCAST at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls. All right? So uh, if you have balls, head on over to Manscaped and use promo code PWTCAST for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Uh, And now, on to the show. The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Scrumps! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to this week's episode, Scrump and Drew's Music Box. That is not what we're listening to. Welcome to episode 213 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. My name is Drew. <laughs> this is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. You can clearly tell where my mind was at. Uh, if you already aren't, make sure you're following us over on social media. We're at PWTCast on Instagram and Twitter, as well as patreon.com forward slash PWTCast. Uh, this week, we'll be dropping... Uh, dang, I think I might have mixed up even on the last episode. Because uh, this week... <laughs> You'll be uh-huh. hearing myself and Steve Gross Weed talk Captain America, uh, the Winter Soldier. Uh, mm-hmm. And then next week, you will either hear uh, myself and Kevin Aldrich talking the Goonies or myself and Steve Fees talking Gone Girl. Um, oh. But if you listen to next week's Scrump and Music, Music Box. Box. Not, not, not Wednesdays. Not Wednesdays. You well, maybe Wednesdays. Maybe I don't know. Listen, <laughs> Doctor Manhattan. Time doesn't work the same. Yeah. But if you head on over to yeah, if you're a member of the just the regular Patreon, this like I mentioned, this Friday, myself and Steve Gross Weed will be talking Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Uh, if you're the ten dollar and up tier, um, myself and Drew. Oh, actually, yes, we will be talking uh, celebrity clones. Yeah. Yeah. Who is one? Who isn't one? Weird. We're just going to play pass or smash. Yeah. Basically, essentially, <laughs> pass or smash with who we think is or is not a clone. Is Taylor Swift anti LaVey's uh, wife? Yeah. To some I people, mean, she is. It's, it's, that one's a good one. I just got to say. Yeah. You know, was Avril Lavigne, what happened to Avril Lavigne? Find out. Um, but yeah, man. Sorry. Yeah, we are. I'm just. So we, we, we've had to, because in a few weeks, uh, I will be on a boat in the middle of the sea. Um, you know, we've had to fucking just record some of these, uh, ahead of time. And, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes the old brain, you know, <laughs> listen, I'll this, I just, I blame it. Blame, if there's, if there's any sort of time fucking goofiness, blame it on me because again, I'm going to be fucking sailing to Westeros with an army of fucking unsullied and Dothraki and three full-grown yeah. dragons to fucking come claim the Iron Throne. Right. And by that, I mean, we're going to go to Cozumel, Mexico <laughs> on the Jericho fucking cruise. Um, so, yeah. So, if there's any time it's inconsistencies, well, it's because of that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Drew, 
How are you? How are you this week, my friend? Oof, I'm great, bro. Like, what a good week. <laughs> All right, I, guys. Uh, well, that's a. Uh, I'm, I'm a. I'm a. I'm a godfather again. Again? Oh, yeah. I did see. Yeah. You yeah. know. You know. I'm also yeah. gonna start telling people I'm a godfather. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know. Or yeah. Friend of the show. Is that Rigo? Yeah. Yeah. Had his a uh, little little girl Zoe. So welcome to the family. Yeah. Shout out, swig of water for the for Zoe. Yeah, for our goddaughter. Of course, Drew and I are both God, her godfathers. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That's the way that works. <laughs> to both of them, both the kids. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's twenty twenty four. He's got odds day he's got odd days, I got even days. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um yeah, no, that's awesome. I, I did see yeah. that. Yeah, I was very, you know, I, I was very, very happy for, for he and his wife. Yeah. Yes, and Ro- Rosa is doing good. She's doing well as far as I know. So, <laughs> you then again, f- she could be buried in the backyard. I have no idea. <laughs> you're like, and you're like, I need to check now. I have a, <laughs> I have nanny cam set up over there just in case. I need to check on it now. Um, you know what's funny is uh, uh, so. My over Christmas, like I mentioned, you know, we had um, my sister's boyfriend there and, and he has a son as well. And so, you know, it's th- like the three boys as opposed mm-hmm. to normally just the two. Since like Thanksgiving, my dad's been like, oh, I want a fucking granddaughter. Oh, I want a granddaughter. Like him and my mom, are like, oh, I want a granddaughter. Which is just like, you have enough. You have enough with these two. Fucking, you know, <laughs> calm down. Also, it's like fucking don't say like, don't put that pressure on them. You know, like that's weird. Like, yeah, they're just dating. It's not like they're engaged or living together or something to be fucking saying those things. Um, also, like my dad has a granddaughter. You know, like fucking I have a half sister and she has a daughter the same age as my oldest nephew. Like you have one, you just don't talk to your daughter. You know, <laughs> so like, <laughs> uh, it's like, do you want a fresh one? Is that what you're saying? You guys want you guys want to take care of a baby? Like I'll fucking, it's, you know, it's like it's like dogs. Like they don't they're no longer cute after the puppies. Uh, basically, but um, yeah. So my so my sister's boyfriend for uh, Christmas, his Christmas present to himself was he got himself, um. Uh, or a vasectomy a vasectomy yeah and my sister was telling me like my mom was like pissed that she was just like oh like how am i gonna get a a granddaughter or anything and she was just like you have two other sons you know like it's not like my sister's the only one that's supposed to have babies but like you know i'm yeah i don't i can't even i you know i can't even get a text back let alone fucking start planning a baby and my brother I don't, I, I don't, I don't think he's ever had a girlfriend. You know, I, I don't ever see him like, <laughs> you know, at that age, at his age, I had moved out just so I could fucking have women over, you know, like yeah. without having to sneak them in at fucking three in the morning. Cause I was tired of waiting. My mom's a night owl. She doesn't go to sleep. That's where I get it from. I have to wait for her to go to bed. It's like, shit, come on. No, at this point that's taking forever. Um, but yeah, you know, so because of that, you know, it's a good thing Rigo had a daughter because uh, <laughs> my sister's not having yeah. any anytime soon. You can just show you can show your show your parents pictures of of her. Yeah, like, don't worry, I got it. I got my goddaughter. 
It could be. It could be like your granddaughter. Yeah. No. And you know, it's it's it, it, it's funny too because, um, <laughs> so like this is a conversation I have with my therapist. So as as <laughs> as many of you know, uh, this week on on Monday Night Raw, when Dwayne the Rock Johnson returned, <laughs> you yes. know, and in that in that came an interesting debacle because prior to that everyone was pretty much set on like all right well wrestlemania night one will be cm punk and seth rollins for the title and then wrestlemania night two will be cody finishing the story you know cody Mm -hmm. fucking beating roman so uh a long time ago there was a former nxt person there's a former nxt there's a former AEW superstar got their WrestleMania main event taken away by Dwayne The Rock Johnson coming back to wrestle. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was CM Punk in 2014. Now, (laughs) you have a former AEW fucking superstar getting their main event (laughs) WrestleMania taken away because Dwayne The Rock Johnson is coming back. Like, he full-on teased it. I mean, is The Rock wrestling? How, how did you take that, Drew? Because, of course, everyone, you know, was sort of just like, oh, is it, like, hilarious that people are like, oh, no, it's cool. Like, they're going to do it in Australia because they have that Elimination Chamber show. It's like, you think The Rocks, what's going to be his last match, this is, guy yeah. fucking is hanging on by pins and needles. You think his last match, his retirement match is going to be in fucking Australia instead of, like, Philly? They're already going to sell out. Like, why not fucking get some more? But. Do you think he's? What's I mean, what's happening with Cody? I, I don't think I don't think you can interpret it any other way. Um, and what if Cody does finish the story, and Roman just works back to back nights, and bumps old Phil off? I mean, dude. And then, who do we blame for that, Scrump? I think you blame me. So I, I think so. like I'd mentioned to my therapist, I was like, uh, uh, you know, like I, I kept making a joke where I was just like, yeah, you know, I can't, uh, you know, not gonna get, not gonna get involved with anyone because there's, there's there's this weird and it, and it's not a joke. <laughs> there's this weird fucking uh, anytime I'm in a relationship and CM Punk is wrestling, it's it goes bad for both of us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's just the way it happens. It's this weird sort of like monkey paw thing where I'm like, I want like I want my favorite wrestler to be on top, and it's like sure, but you won't ever be in love, you know. <laughs> uh, like Jordan Peele, make a movie about it now. Um, <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, you know, I, I I swore everything off, and then you know, then I fell in love again. Then I got my heart broken again. Uh huh. And now I think CM Punk's not made of any WrestleMania. <laughs> and, and, and again, in the way that it happened, in as much as just like, uh, <laughs> you know, what's funny is like I because I watch I watch sports. Like I don't even find this crazy, right? Like literally, like I'm like, well, you know, if if Ohio State's playing, I'm wearing a certain shirt. I'm like, well, I can't wear this anymore because they lost. While I wear that shirt, it was because I wore this specific shirt is why they lost the game. It had nothing to do with play calling or anything like that. So, like, that completely makes sense to me that, like, 
Like, no, no, it is my fault that this happened. It's I got I got I got cocky. I thought I could just, you know, I I, I come home Monday. Answer, answer any DM. <laughs> I come home Monday night, Drew. Uh-huh. And I'm posting international players anthem on my story. You know, I'm just like, you know, I type I'm about to type a text to this girl I used to see, tell her cho- yeah. that I chose this cutie pie with whom I want to be, you know. Yeah. And by Monday around five, it's all Kogan, brother. It all comes crashing down and it hurts inside. <laughs> and then by Monday around 9.30, finally, The Rock, and I'm just staring at myself like Oppenheimer. Like Oppenheimer, you know, when he realizes what he's done. Like, you know, like the Requiem for a Dream song is playing in the background and shit, you know? I'm just like, what did I do? You know? Yeah, I'm just like, oh, no. So... I think I caused CM Punk the main event at WrestleMania. Uh, I mean, dude, not I, I, I mean, not like, me. You can part, part of part of me. Part of me almost wishes he doesn't get the main event now. <laughs> like just because of this, like, like I'm just like hoping against, like you know. I mean, I would love. I I don't know. I want him to have it, but like, there's a part of me that's like, but we got to keep this scrump thing going. <laughs> I mean, listen, there there there's much like uh uh, you know, m- much like Marvel's What If, which I, I appeared on, uh, I appeared on the last two episodes. Yes. So, you know, thanks yeah. to very, very thankful to to Rich Fan and WH Park. Anytime they have me, I'm always very happy to mm-hmm. to, to jump on on there. You know, reuniting team Make a Wish, um, but very much like What If, where it's just like, well, there are very there's several What If scenarios. One, of course, what if me and uh uh. What if me and the woman with the tattooed hands, you know, what if what if she comes back around and then, you know, it's like, well, I'm happy, but CM Punk doesn't get the main event of WrestleMania. Conversely, what if she doesn't come back, but he does get the main event of WrestleMania, you know, the same mm-hmm. way that it's just like. What, you know, it's just like, what if it's both, you know, what if, yeah, what if, what if, I don't know, it's just, it's. I don't know, man. I feel like there, like there was a like the first time he returned, mm-hmm. or when he came back at the fucking um, uh, at right the United here? Center. No, I remember oh. when he came back to the United Center. Like I've talked about it before, where I almost killed CM Punk, where me and Juan are coming back from Chick Fil A, and you know we're crossing the street, and CM Punk, you know, he's on his bike and he drives by. He's like Berto, and fucking waves at me, and I was like, yo, and all I could think was like. Because he took his eyes off the road for a split second to say hi to me. <laughs> a, on Damon Avenue, a car could have just smashed into him, killed yeah. him. And mind you, this is the day before he's supposed to debut. Which, like, is terrible. Don't ride your fucking bike in the city the day before you're supposed to fucking debut. You know, it's oh, like, imagine shit. he fucking got killed. And then it's on me. Like, I didn't do it, but it's on me. And, like, they're doing a 10-bell salute. And me and Juan are just looking at each other. And I'm fucking crying because I'm like, oh, no, I killed him because he said hi to me. You know? So very much that same way. It's just like, well, because, you know, I got a petulance for short, tattooed (laughs) single mothers. 
you know, now CM Punk is going to fucking open WrestleMania with fucking Seth Rollins. Or you know what? Fuck that. What if, hear me out. <laughs> okay. Hear okay. me out. Night one of WrestleMania. Yeah. You get, uh, CM, you get fucking CM Punk and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Night okay. two, you get Roman Reigns and The Rock, and Cody fucking wrestles almost or something. I don't know, like <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking he wrestles, he, who, he wrestles Seth who, Rollins for the fucking belt. I don't fucking know. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's gonna be him com- finishing the story. The, I, mean, I mean, the belt they created a year ago. Yeah, <laughs> the one my dad always wanted. Yeah, it's the one my dad always wanted. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Listen, I'm sorry if. If CM Punk or Cody don't main event WrestleMania, it's not my fault. Fucking, it's her fault. <laughs> you know, it's never yeah. my fault. I'm kidding. I'm not like people I work with. Sometimes I I take accountability and responsibility for my Whoa. own actions. I'm just Whoa. kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah. It again, and, and I think that's sort of what does make make. Uh-huh. WWE interesting right now though again especially with the whole fucking rock wrench because I mean like you mentioned it could be night you could have night one you know have the have Cody and the Rock or or, or Cody and Roman have Cody and mm-hmm. Roman night one night two Rock and, and and Roman you know the retirement match like both are main event caliber fucking matches to where you you know. You can do either, either night, you know, like, yeah, I mean, you know, we joke with CM Punk, but it's just like, I mean, the guy signed for, I mean, they signed those deals for, you know, anywhere between three or five years. He's going to be around, you know, it's like, you don't necessarily yeah. have to rush. And like, I mean, it, w- it would be nice. I think, you know, as, as, I mean, as a reward for sort of fucking keeping it down, you know, for Seth Rollins, like. Seth and Punk main eventing WrestleMania in Philly. Like, you know, it's Philly is, is, is a hardcore wrestling <clears throat> fucking audience, you know? Like, these are yeah. two Ring of Honor dudes, you know? Like, CM Punk what? has been built from Philly before <clears throat> when he was, like, living in the Ring of Honor dojo and shit. Like, it would be a cool main event. Yeah, and I like, I think uh, I think Pollock talked about this where it's like you, do, like, you don't need a rock this year. Like, you have so many things, like... You have so many active people that can carry that banner for WrestleMania. That, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, it's just been like, you know, this this is the match that's been talked about for three or four years now, right? Like, the the I mean, pretty much since Roman started his run. Um, but I did see something interesting the other day where it's like, and I don't know because that doesn't bode well for Cody, but uh, there's. I guess it's not until like August or something that he would break Hogan's record. So like, do they keep it on him until then? I mean, you're sort of, you're asking the wrong person in as much as I fuck. I don't, I don't think Roman Reigns is a good wrestler. I don't. Oh, I I understand that. But do you think they they want to erase Hogan? I wouldn't put it past them, but yeah. to, but to me, I, I, 
to me, it's it's a disservice to fucking Cody. Like Cody is your guy. He's the guy who's around. Yeah. He is Cena. He's your new Cena. But and so, but here's a good thing. So, because I think I what I saw was like whenever that is, and then like after that is another big. It's not it's not a Saudi Arabia show, but it is another big Germany page. Germany, yes. So, did you send me this or? No, but I, 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 I've seen the the thing you're talking about. Yeah, because it's like I think SummerSlam is like in Detroit. Um, that's like that giant field that they need to fill, and then there's also Ford Field, yeah, yeah, and then Germany, where it's just like I guess the the gist of it is essentially like yeah, have Roman, have Roman, you know, win at Mania, yeah, have him beat Gunther at fucking um in Germany. And then have him lose to Cody finally. But like by then, I just don't think like again, I am tangentially interested yeah. in, in it. And as much as like I'll watch the match to see yeah. Cody win at WrestleMania. But it's like if you did that to me twice, I don't care. Yeah. It's just like I, yeah. I, I Well, that's where I where I think I think the rock would be better then because it's a very uh you know, like it's not it's not making you lose lose out in Cody, right? Like it's like, yeah, th- this is still a match everybody wants to see and will pay to see, but we can still save the final chapter for a couple months from now when it actually makes sense. Um, and like, you know, we can we can put out Hogan O'Terry who, you know, who's not invited to the barbecue. Uh, <laughs> you know, like hold hold that off, and yeah, like that fucking Gunther match that would be good. So, um, I don't know. I I I, I mean I, I'm I, not I'm not opposed to that idea. Honestly, like for me, I would I would much prefer you know again you have 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 Roman versus Rock have Roman versus Rock main event night one hmm. for head of the table. That this is that's this is that way. This is the official head of the fucking table. Okay. You know, yeah. like. And yeah, then, and then he can pass the torch on and like exactly. he puts wanna be bad, like he puts him over. Puts over Roman. And now Roman is going into this match where this is the undisputed fucking head of the table. This mm-hmm. is the fucking dude. You know, and then you have Cody fucking go over on him because it's just that where it's just like what like what do they get? What do they get? You know? Like CM Punk. He was the longest reigning modern champion, four hundred and thirty-four days. What came from that? Nothing, you know. And that's the thing with even with all these like little benchmarks. It's like what comes out of it? Nothing. You really want it that bad? Give it to Cody for three years. You can give the belt to Cody for fucking three years, and there is enough mm-hmm. there where you can keep it interesting. You can keep, you know, there there's enough guys that you can build these long-term stories with, where it's just like. You know, I like that sort of thing to me with this whole bloodline thing where it's like they have just gone on for too long, like where they're just like to the point where they're just like, oh, like Solo Sokoa might be the guy like Solo Sokoa is fine. like, no, it's like what this guy needs to keep doing is working with the AJ Styles, working with the fucking Randy Orton's, working with the John Cena's. He can be there yeah. at Mania. He should wrestle Randy. It should be him versus yeah. fucking Randy, you know? Because that's who he needs to work with. It's like if the, the tools are there, that's fine. But it's just like yeah. to put him versus Roman for the belt. Like if people are like, he needs to be the one to defeat Roman. It's like that's career suicide. He's he's yeah, just, and also not also not now. Like 
No. Like, I mean, I mean, as much as like Roman was pushed down our throats, you know, in quotation marks, like it still took like five years from when he debuted as like the Shield member and everything else to get into like the role he's in now. There, there's times in wrestling where you just go with it. Like when Okada mm-hmm. came in, they were just like, "This is our guy." Like yeah. New Japan is a really good way of just like, "Hey, this is our guy now." Yeah. Yep, and you know, again, it's sink or swim. You're either gonna get, you're either gonna get evil, or you're gonna get Kenny Omega. You know, it's just like you just put these guys <laughs> yeah. in these positions. Yeah, I mean, you know, no disrespect to fucking to evil, but it's just, it's just that. Sometimes it's just, hey, it's fucking, it's sink or swim. This person's either gonna, again, excel at their fucking job, or they're fucking not. You know, and to me, it's like. You don't need to do that with Solo Sokoa, considering like the the other people that are there. You know, it's like, no, nah, it's like, you know, again, Cody's ready, fucking Gunther's ready. Like you just you you have like there's people there. You know, like I'm not a fan of him, like L.A. Knight, but like again, another fresh main event fucking you know person you can sort of put in there and stuff like that. And it's just like, no, you can keep keep him around definitely. Like let him keep doing stuff. You know. But it's just like, honestly, you know, like to me, a, a, a Dominic Mysterio is, is sort of more credible than, you know, a, a Solo Sokoa. And, and Sokoa, again, yeah. two different characters, two different, you yeah. know, everything. But it's just like, build them up. Like, you know, I like, I, I, I don't, I don't not see anything in him. Mm-hmm. I just think to have him be the one to beat Roman it's a disservice to to him because he's not going to get over from it. No. Like, he's not, he's just not there yet. And again, this isn't one of those, like, I would hope that what Triple H has learned from Vince is, you know, because again, tr- Vince was very much, this is what we're doing and that's that. This is my guy. This is who we're pushing. Yeah. And I don't care. You can, like, look at Brian. You know, it was, no, you're going to lose in fucking 10 seconds because fuck you because you're getting over (laughs) and I don't want you to get over. And what did it do? It got him over even more. You know, it's like he got over in spite of them, um, not because of them. But, you know, Triple H is, I I would, again, I hope he he would have a different mindset to sort of know, like, maybe, you know, maybe we just cool. Maybe we just cool it. Let's just let's wait. Let's chill. You know, again, there's yeah. there's no rush. What? Why do you need Solo Sokoa as a main eventer when you've got a Drew McIntyre hanging around? And you got fucking you know you got enough people. Yeah. Like there, there's just there's mm-hmm. enough people there. You got a Drew. You got a Gunther. You got fucking like there's enough people where it's like you don't need to rush it. Yes, he's not like super young. Give him another two years. Give him another year and a half. You know. Yeah. Like just you know just wait. But uh, hey, speaking of fucking Wrestle Kingdom though. Um, or New Japan, uh, Wrestle Kingdom was yeah. also this week. I know you didn't, um, you didn't stay up to watch because you're no. protesting time zones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, yeah, I so, <laughs> dude, I was such a fucking troll with this. So I get, I also had no plans of like of, of watching it live. Like for the last eh, last few years, um, I just waited for John and Way 
you know, or mm-hmm. generally like I have, fr- you know, I have other friends. My buddy Anthony's usually always like, oh, dude, check out, you know, this, that, or the yeah. other. Um, and it was what Wednesday or Thursday? I think it was. When, I think, I think Wednesday into Thursday. Wednesday into Thursday. So for us, yeah. Wednesday after work, uh, I, I I left work, and I was just like, all right, I'm gonna take a nap because I it was again this was coming off of. Um, me be brokenhearted and just fucking mm-hmm. wanting to fucking go home and sleep, and so I was just like, all right, I was like, I'm gonna go home and take a nap. But also, just the, like that four day weekend fucked me up. It fucked up my yeah. entire sleep schedule. So uh, I, I went home and I meant to take a nap. Is I got home at six, meant to take a one hour nap. Uh, then I woke up around midnight, one, yeah. and I was just like, huh. All right. Well, <laughs> like I had to, I had to go back to work to to finish up stuff that I that I hadn't finished anyway. So I was like I was over there, um, and then maybe around like three, I was I was done probably around three, and then I was like, all right, well, fuck it, because at first I was like, well, I'm not, I'll just wait till tomorrow. I was like, I won't go to the gym, but I was like, well, I'm already up now. Like I'm I'm not that tired, so uh, I did that, and I had noticed while while I was at uh, while I was at the gym. Um, I saw cousin Jeremy, Jeremy Zahaf, uh, you know, he was over there, you know, the, the boy's been hanging out in Japan cause he, he went to the Philippines for like a buddy's wedding and he's been hanging out in Japan with fat ass Masa wild, wild seeing just Jeremy <laughs> and fucking Ribera steakhouse hanging out with Minoru Suzuki, you know, uh, but he yeah. was at Masa and, uh, I was like, Oh, I was like, cause he was at Russell kingdom, you know, he was like backstage. He was like at the press conference and shit. Like, <laughs> Living is like and good for him, you know. Fucking uh, uh, roaming reporter, roaming reporter, yeah. Uh, Jeremy's <laughs> out here with uh, with uh, pro wrestling tees. Um, but he had sent me a picture of his seats, and so I, I posted the picture on my story, yeah. and it said, "Wow, not my seats for Wrestle Kingdom." Just to test the literacy of people, because yeah. the, the previous post is me at the gym, like I'm at the gym yes. posting this, you yeah. know. And I have several people that are just like, what? You're at Wrestle Kingdom? You're in Japan? <laughs> <laughs> to which I'm just like, no, like I'm just being a troll, you know? Um, yeah. And then like, like literally as soon as- I was say, but then you follow it up. I followed it up with, I Googled, <laughs> I Googled uh, uh, image of a plane window. And I was just like, all right, all right. Uh, I was like, all right, Japan, until next time. See you later. Back to Chicago. Um, and then people were like, wait, are you really in Japan? I was like, no. I'm just fucking trolling you people. Yeah. Um, but I, while I was at the gym, though, I did manage to catch. But did you even, you like, you did another one, like, so tired or something like that? Oh, well, that like, was because, so, yeah, well, that's yeah. just because I was fucking tired. Because, again, yeah. at this point, I woke up, you know, I woke up at, midnight basically and uh i go to the you know i'm at the gym and stuff like that (sighs) and it's about 4 30 and i'm just like fuck i was like oh i'm tired now i was like and we have crates i was like i should just i was like i need to go get coffee i was like i'll wait till like five that's when they open up it's like i'll go get some coffee and um yeah i was like i i I finish up my workout i go get coffee for later on for, for for work and stuff like that get home shower everything and i slept maybe two three hours so i was running like no fucking sleep um but again so i i did manage to catch some of 
uh, like I, I I caught on right at the tail end of Shingo versus Tamatanga. Um, okay, which was awesome. It was good. Like fucking Shingo's the man. <laughs> you know, it was just like yeah. any like I I'm not a huge fan of of Tamatanga, but Shingo is that fucking dude. So yeah. he, of course you know he he went in there and he fucking killed it. Um, but. The, the the two main matches really that I watched that I stuck because I, I didn't stick around for for the main event for Naito being crowned just because I <laughs> didn't imagine that they were gonna have Naito lose yeah but uh, the triple threat match with Will Osprey John Moxley and David Finley as well as uh, Okada versus Brian um, awesome fucking matches like David Finley to me is just not he's the good. You know, so like he just didn't really stick out as much. Like the whole premise, oh, you, don't, you don't like Finlay. He's fine to me. Yeah. Again, he 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 is a good hand to me, but to have him in a triple threat with Osprey and Moxley, that's like, yeah. that's some nepo baby shit, dude. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Maybe. like that is some nepo yeah. baby shit because it's just like you know, again, good hand, but like, yeah, you don't. You don't go from, you know, if if you're a boxer who only boxes in, you know, fucking uh, the the middleweight class, you don't just immediately jump into the fucking heavyweight class. This yeah. only because you know because the fucking boxing promoter is like, no, 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 it's cool. He's he's also a heavyweight boxer. <laughs> no. You know, and again, this isn't. I'm not talking about actual size. I'm talking more so of just the match should have been Osprey, Moxley. You know, part two, yeah, singles yeah. match. Um, but again, it, it was it was a fun match. You know, like they the whole gimmick was we're gonna beat the shit out of Finley, take him out, we'll wrestle, then Finley will come in and you know hit his spots, hit his moves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, good match again. Finley won, and like he was going to. You know, Osprey's gone. Mox is a part timer. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why would they give this fucking new, brand new title to anyone but like their guy? Yeah. You know, I just said, I, I, I never thought otherwise. Like, yeah, these two guys, and they did a good job. They, they put him over. They made him look, mm-hmm. they made him look strong, but it's just like going forward from it. Like, I think, like, fuck, I forgot who, like, John and Way were talking about who, like, who, like at New Year's Dash, like the program that we will set up with him. And it was just like, oh. Cause that's the thing. It's like if you're beating Mox and and, and Osprey, like you got to follow it up with a Mox Osprey level fucking, you know, like yeah. feud opponent. Yeah. You'd be feuding yeah. with Okada, not fucking yeah. like. I don't know. I forgot who it was, but this is it was just like oh, cool Toriano, <laughs> huh? That's awesome. Um. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I agree. I. uh it, it it does always fall to that you know like all right well what do you have for him now <laughs> like you can you can and it, you know it, it's with a lot of things right it's like yeah there can be killer debuts and all that kind of stuff but then what do you do with them so follow up is key like, yeah follow up is key which i mean you know i think across the board in wrestling that's not <laughs> really done well sometimes yeah i again I would imagine they they have their plan. They know what they're doing, but it's also again just one of those things where like 
I don't really care, <laughs> you know. Like <laughs> yeah. if I hear something is good, awesome. But I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stay up till three in the morning to watch a David Finley match, you know. Um, the one match that was worth fucking staying up for though was Brian versus Okada. Like I was there for the first one. Awesome, mm-hmm. super good, and the second one also fucking delivered. Like, dude, like there's. It was like at, like after the match, Brian is like in the fucking ring crying. Like that's how fucking you know much like he loved. Like this is someone who you know deserves every bit of every bit of fucking success that they have. Like I so recently, um, I've been doing a lot of reading and and working out. Like, damn, like you can tell I'm really heartbroken because I've been reading and working out. You know, yeah. like I don't need pre workout. Just thought of her with another man. You know. But uh, the the book that I've been reading is Chronicles of the Juice Man, a, a memoir on Juicy J of Three Six Mafia. Oh wow! And in uh, just re- just like you'll it, have to tell me more about that later. Yeah, I will. Uh, yeah. But seeing how successful they are now, it is a hundred and ten percent based on just how fucking like the worth the work ethic on Juicy J. And DJ Paul, mm. b- both of them collectively, yeah. but like DJ specifically, like to the point where it's just like, it's one of these things where it's just like, this is what I love. I am going to blood, sweat, and tears. This is what I fucking love. This yeah. is what I'm going to fucking do the same way, you know, that uh, Brian Daniels did, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, yeah, it's it's the thing. I remember, I remember, I think it was in Brett's book, like him even talking about that. Like, you know, a lot of, like, cause he was this, like, especially for him, like, he was the smaller guy and like he was, he was always getting discouraged. And it's like the same thing. It's like, you can only keep talent back for so long before they fucking, like, if, if they have the fucking drive, they will keep going and they will prove to everybody, like, no, no, I'm here for a fucking reason, and I will prove to you every single time why I'm here. Yeah, and that's very much like it is fun because it was like the parallels. Like I don't, I don't think many people are making the parallels between Juicy J and and Brian Danielson, you know. Yeah. But it's one of those where it's just like, and again, I haven't gotten to that part of the book, but it's just like, oh yeah, this kid, like this kid, at one point gets the, the Academy Award, mm-hmm. the highest honor, the same way that. You know, a, f- a few years after that, mm-hmm. Brian Danielson is beating Triple H, Randy Orton, and Batista, the three most push guys, three of the yeah. most push fucking dudes ever in the same night. You know, like it's yeah. it's just one of those where it's like your your hard work does fucking pay off sometimes. Um yeah. and he's now in a position, Brian, you know, where like you can pick and choose what you want to do. Again, yeah. you you did what you had to do for so long so that now you can do what you want to do. And again, this is the same guy who broke his arm, came back early, broke his orbital, and instead of fucking chilling, waiting, this motherfucker, he's doing the fucking C2, you know, their version of the G1. He's doing triple fucking six-man death matches for fucking in Ring of Honor. Like, he's just doing what he loves. Like, Man. it's one of, like, how yeah. can you hate this guy? This guy is, yeah. you know, he's like giving his body for the art, for the, for the thing that he loves. Yeah. Like, how can you fuck? You're a fucking loser if you hate the guy. Like, that's. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's it sounds, you know, it it, it sounds a little like fucking ugh, to say, but it's like no, like th- this is who I want. 
This is who I want to be yeah. my fucking dude, who again is literally wrestling out there with one eye. Yeah. Dude, man, you just. I've been dealing with some shit like uh, professionally. Mm-hmm. And man, I think you just made my decision. Like, why not just keep doing what I love, you know? You're going to go wrestle Okada at fucking Wrestle Kingdom. Exactly. Though, That's what I'm going to fucking do. Yeah, Sorry, I'm, Rigo, but I'm going <laughs> to fucking wrestle Okada. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, it's, you know, it's that. Like, it's... Yeah. Again, in fucking reading the thing where it's just like you... If if you love it enough, it fucking you know it pays off. Like it it yeah. it, it it works for you. Like I've, you know, I I make no, uh, I have no delusions del, del, I'm, I'm delusions about you know I'm gonna be fucking Joe Rogan and yeah. fucking you know all this shit. But I love to do this. Mm-hmm. I I love it. I love it so much that I was again in the in the midst of I'm busy with work. I'm busy with a podcast. I'm busy with the three podcasts. I'm busy with (laughs) a fucking girlfriend. I go, Drew, let's do another one. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, it's like, this is something I love to fucking do. And so it's just like, yeah, fucking do it again. The same way that Brian. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm already doing four, but let's fucking go. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, it's just, it's sort of that where it's just like, yeah, but, um, Fucking awesome match. Awesome match between those yeah. two dudes. Like it's and again, you have Okada and fucking Brian Danielson out there. Like I know. And now the next time we see Okada, he's gonna be in the rumble. Oh, I hope he does. I hope he doesn't <laughs> go to the rumble. Like that's the one thing because he's so friends with the fuck he's like such good friends with fucking Matt and Nick. I'm like, come on. Fucking <laughs> don't don't fucking, you know, don't let him go to WWE. Like just uh, have him come here hang out with him every week like you guys are all friend, fucking yeah. friends have him fucking steal nick jackson's wrestling gear and put it on like he always does like that's that's okada's <laughs> thing you know like um but yeah and then in the main event yeah as well fucking naito uh he won the title which again good for him like sonata and it's funny because i'm about to compare sonata to someone who actually showed up at the event you know but to me sonata was just sort of the um he had the Dolph Ziggler effect, you know? They, I feel him and Evil both. They just, they waited too fucking long, and by the time they finally pulled the trigger on both, like, no one yeah. likes Evil. Don't fucking, don't message me saying you do. No one likes Evil. You're you're yeah. fucking, you're a liar if you say that you do. No one likes Evil, you know? And again, and it sucks, because, like, Evil and Sonata, they were a good tactic. They were, they were solid dudes, but by all accounts, like, the Sonata match was like really good. Like I, you know, I, I think it was like WH was telling me he was like, it's a shame that like it wasn't until his last match as champion where people, you know, were was kind of just like, oh, yeah, hey, this Sonata yeah. guy's Sonata guy's pretty good, huh? You know? Yeah, he's. I mean, yeah, like you said, it was it was the the Ziggler thing, right? Like when like around the time Evil got it before, like that was like that was this time to strike with Sonata. Like everybody was like, cause again, nobody like evil was just the other guy. And, uh, like everybody knew Sonata was, you know, he, he had the future and then it came too late. And yeah, like you said, it's, it's essentially, I, you know, I heard, uh, uh you know, they, they said it on post, like their review, like it, it, people are going to remember him winning the belt and him losing the belt. And that's about it. Yeah. I mean, 
I I can't really fucking tell you anyone he defended against. I said from I think uh, Jungle Boy at uh, Forbidden Door. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, um, there was no real glass though used in that. Um, but hey, speaking of the uh, Dolph Ziggler also fucking showed up. You know, it was one of those things where it, it was like he, him and his brother uh, Nick Nemeth. You know, they both fucking showed up, and um, you know, I mean, he was gonna land somewhere. You know, much like yeah. like you know Matt Riddle too. You know, he the, the next day he 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 challenged Tanahashi, and it's one of those things where it's just like dudes are gonna land somewhere. Yeah, you know, and again, I don't necessarily care for either <laughs> you know both for different reasons but it's just like hey man you know good for them they're getting a yeah. paycheck you know again i'm not i'm not going to rush to, to to really watch either of their matches like i i'm i'm more interested in a how a Dolph ziggler fares uh being that he was a lifer he was a wwe lifer for fucking ever you know so like i, I think that'll be interesting and to the see. dude like like you know he's you know the the term uh, a good hand like that, that's that was ziggler to a fucking t like that dude could you know he was he was the guy like anybody time anytime somebody new came in it was like first fuse with ziggler like that's that's the way it went because he was you knew you were gonna get that you know that that follow-up match was gonna be good with him so uh um a follow-up feud like you know he was always that guy so yeah but because of that you kind of you know lose lose faith in it but yeah i mean he was like a fucking collegiate wrestler and all that shit so i mean he's got some some shoot background you know he might be able to hold his own over there i, I am perversely interested in seeing ishii versus ziggler oh yeah just just to see just to see ziggler bump around for ishii like yeah that that'll be fucking nice. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to my. I'm, I'm, I have a lot of notes here written down. So I'm like, all right, let's. Uh, oh, so we finally got a name for this uh, for this group over. So it's funny, like I, uh, you know, the the Devil Adam Cole's group. You know, it's uh the it's like mm. the Undisputed Kingdom. You know, they came out with the you know the new new logo t-shirts everything and stuff like that they came out you know they dressed their plans like you know you know uh, the the they're the ring of honor tag champs they're coming for fucking orange cassidy and they're coming for samoa joe which is you know it's cool it's nice like it'll it'll set up for a nice return yeah. for if and when um getting everyone knows he fucking resigned for when mjf comes back you know like, yeah uh the storyline that they're still trying to play off i don't know if he comes back <laughs> Yeah, um, but uh, it's funny the amount of like an online stuff where it's like, oh, they're just rehashing his old Ring of Honor stuff. It's like, man, let me tell you about his NXT run. <laughs> let <laughs> let me tell you about the amount of times he's teamed with uh, these same people uh, yeah. and then turned on them and then gotten back yeah. with them. Where it's just like, who cares yeah. if it worked? You know, it's like we're. Or were Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens never supposed to ever feud ever because they did it before? Yeah. Well, they did it, but you know, uh, you know, like it's just it's one of those things where it's just yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, good if it yeah, works. There's, there, 
there's a reason they've made 30 Batmans. Yeah. Like it, it, <laughs> it it's a formula that works sometimes yeah. more successful than others, but yeah. you know, it's like, Oh, Schumacher's Batman sucked. All right. Well pack it up. Time to sell off the franchise. It's never going to work. Like, no, because yeah. guess what? MJF was always going to fucking, you know, him and Adam Cole was, or Adam Cole was always going to betray MJF. Like fucking, hello? Yeah, basic storytelling and wrestling? Yeah, here, I, I got a call to connect for you. Like, it's just the way it was always going to happen, you know? Yeah. Um. So I, I'm interested, you know, again, in at least seeing where it goes. Like, it's, AEW's in a really fucking cool spot right now where um, you can clearly see them putting in the effort to to, to change things up, to switch. And again, yeah. they're not going to hit out of the park a hundred times. But if like, hey, if you want to give me some like Takeshita Darby Allen fucking wrestling are all around the entire fucking, you know, uh, a, like area that they're allowed to without being counted out and fucking doing these dope ass moves. Awesome. Give me that. If you're fucking, you know, making moves that like you're bringing back Serena Deeb, like Mercedes Monet is allegedly showing up, like Thunder Rosa is back, like cool, like put the effort into these fucking things and like it shows again are they you know it's like twitter isn't a real place Mm -hmm. so a lot of that criticism is just that on face value criticism yes they're going to take a lot of that into consideration what your audience is saying on the most vocal platform that they can but that doesn't mean that fucking they're gonna take everything into account you know it just it doesn't it sucks it's you know because it's if Drew says, fucking, you know, oh, fuck everyone else, push push Jack, Jack Hager. He should be your fucking top guy. <laughs> you know, and Tony goes, all right, we're going to fucking push Jack Hager. And then I'm like, no, 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 hook, hook, hook. <laughs> and he goes, okay, hook. Then someone's going to come along and go, no, no, no. It, you know, it's just, it's, it's just an endless fucking circle. And again, everyone's a fucking critic. All I know. Is that fucking Swerve said he's coming for that title. And yeah. again, if, if I'm fantasy fucking booking, yeah, you if I'm fucking fantasy booking, <laughs> dude, uh Swerve versus fucking Hangman three for the fucking title at all in. Or Swerve versus Osprey, you know? Like it's well, actually, I think I think you'd better do Brian versus Osprey, and fucking Swerve versus Hangman for the time. You know, again, this is the thing. It's like you you, it's embarrassment of riches. You have enough places yeah. to go. Like I don't think I don't think be, Kenny's gonna be back in time from his divert, diverticulitis, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. Let him fucking rest, please. Let just let the boy heal up. Um, but uh. Yeah, you know, it's it's a fun time in wrestling. And, you know, it's it's funny because we, we mention it all the time. Everything is wrestling. Every yeah. fucking thing is wrestling. And back in 2014, November of 2014, uh, on The Art of Wrestling, there were two back-to-back podcasts in which uh, one Phil Brooks just cut scathing from He told the truth. He came for everyone. Yeah. Everyone. And then fast forward to All Out. You know, now tentatively titled Brawl Out, where 
in a press conference, CM Punk comes for everyone. Everyone. And honestly, it's like, it's one of those, it's like, I rewatch that. Like, I don't care what anyone says. I love it. That's my favorite fucking thing to have ever happened. Like, everyone's like, he should know. No, I don't care. I don't care. Like, oh, I'm old and tired. I work with fucking children. Yeah. Like, I don't care. No one's ever going to convince me that wasn't the most fucking punk rock shit this motherfucker could have done. And then going into <laughs> a fight with these people afterwards. But yeah. not since those two have I seen such a scathing promo <laughs> as fucking Cat Williams with Shannon Sharp is the guy's name? Yeah. With Shannon Sharp. If you told, if you would have told me I was going to sit down and watch a three-hour shoot interview <laughs> on fucking YouTube without YouTube premium, I would have said, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to borrow Drew's fucking login credentials. <laughs> Did not even do that. No, I fucking sat there and watched the whole thing. And again, it's like, you've all seen the clips. And the and the wildest thing is that you think, like, from seeing all these clips, it's like, oh, man, they clipped the whole fucking three hours. It's like the first five minutes. In the first, like, from the <laughs> To the point, you know, I had yeah. mentioned it to you, where I had to at one point, I was like, wait, wait, wait. And I, like, Looked at the thing. I was like, did I scroll too far? What? No. Huh? I was confused because I literally thought that like I skipped too far ahead or something like that. But like, yeah. no, nah, man, this guy just fucking comes for everyone. And like, how, how much, if, if at all, were you a fan of Cat Williams? Oh, I love Cat Williams. Hell yeah. Yeah. And like, you I... is the fucking cookout for sure. <laughs> That's right. Oh uh, no! Yeah, for sure. Like he's always been. I, I always thought he was fucking great. Um, uh, definitely. I mean, <laughs> it seemed to be underutilized, but you know, maybe we understand why. Um, but yeah, like, dude, I, I like his stand-ups were always fucking good. It's not like, like I didn't seek everyone out. I didn't see all nineteen or whatever the fuck he said he has. Like, um, he's got twelve specials. Twelve. Cedric the Entertainer yeah. has four, and you can't find yeah. them on Netflix or Tubi. Or Tubi. <laughs> It'd be funny if they're on everything else. It's just not on those two. You can't find it. True. Um, Let me reiterate. <laughs> I have 12 Netflix specials. I have 12 specials. He didn't say Netflix. Yeah. He said he has 12 specials. Oh. Cedric the Entertainer has four. You can't find any of them on Netflix or Tubi. Yeah. The truth. <laughs> the truth. I think the the. The truth, the truth doesn't need, or what is it? The truth don't need motivation. Like, what a fucking great line! Like, so that's many gonna lines. be. A, oh my yeah. god, so many. But yeah. like, but dude, no, he was like uh, just a few months ago. He was on Marin's podcast, and like, I, I, that's the first time I ever got like, like you know, actually heard like a sit down or anything with him. And I was like, man, this guy, this dude is so fascinating. Like, like I said, it's not like he's not one of those guys where it's like, oh, I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna. Wa- I didn't watch all twelve. Like. But, like, every time I saw one, I thought it was great. What I really loved was him, like, hyping up Mark Curry. Because, mm-hmm. like, when I when I was, like, I guess it would have been 13, 14 was the first time. Like, the his, his special, The Other Side, dude, I remember seeing that. And I was just, like, that was, like, my favorite fucking comedy special. Like, it was between that and, like, the fucking George Carlin jamming in New York until I was, like, uh, maybe the year 2000 or something like that. It was like those two I watched. Like he had a fucking bit on there that was about like fucking, uh, like white people like pretending to like like when they're nosy but they're out in the front yard pretending to rake leaves as they're watching everything. Mm-hmm. Like I like 
Oh my god, it was so fucking good. So I, I was really, I was super hyped for the fact that like he's like, yeah, like giving Mark Curry love because I think he's uh totally like fucking underrated when it comes to stand up. See, but, I, uh, I love how much he stuck up for Bernie Mac because again, Bernie, yes. Bernie, Bernie Mac is a Chicago yeah. dude. Bernie yeah. Mac, first and foremost. But in, but in fairness, I mean, Cedric is better than Bernie because Cedric made it out. Yeah, if you're using Bobby <laughs> Boris Pickett uh, logic, Cedric and the Entertainer. Yeah. Uh, no, but no, yeah. uh, that was cool. Like, I yeah, he said that about like Bernie. He's like, yeah, I'll uh, I'll set it straight for Bernie because he can or something like that, which I thought was really cool. So yeah, so I, I guess it came from when they did the Kings of Comedy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there was resentment from Steve Harvey because it's his tour, it's his show, and he had to let Bernie Mac go on last because. He was the yeah, funniest. He's the fucking man. Yeah, he's, he's the he is the king of comedy. You know, it's yeah. like if on those four, and it was one of those things where he's like, you try to cut out his legs from underneath him. He's like, you were calling trying to get him off of fucking uh, Ocean's Eleven. You were trying to get that role. Yeah. Like again, he just he comes for fucking everyone. He comes for Cedric the Entertainer. He says, you know, you call yourself the Entertainer. You're supposed to dance. You're supposed to sing. You're supposed to tell jokes. You're not good at any of them. I had I so the uh, <laughs> there was an article. I was trying to find like a, I was trying to personally mark a bunch of the things he was saying. You know, yeah. like oh, my favorite one is the one line where he's like, "Your association with losers is unbecoming of you," which is just <laughs> like, oh man, I like. Listen, I listen. I am not. I am not the kind of person who, like, if an ex starts dating someone else, I'll knock them. Like, I don't care. Like, that's always been. I don't care about exes. I don't care about new. You know, none of that shit. Yeah. I wish to God, fucking, that, like, you know, that like fucking Cynthia would be. Oh, this is my new fucking boyfriend. It's like. your association with losers unbecoming of you. Like, it's just such a fucking dope as like when he says it that I was like, oh. yeah, but so some of the things that, you know, this is a Yahoo uh, article. Some of the ones, um, he talks about Steve Harvey's wig, which yes. I, I, always, I never thought it was anything but a wig. Like I never thought, like, again, as a kid, like I remember watching like the Steve mm-hmm. Harvey show and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, this guy's got a wig, you know? Yeah. He talks about how fucking, you know, like, yeah, like he, he had this hair that it was, you know, it was fake. And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that he stole the premise of the show. He stole the premise of the Steve Harvey show from Mark Curry's hanging with Mr. Cooper, Yeah, you know, and, and mind you, oh, so I'll, I'll get to, so he, yeah. he comes at, uh, ludicrous being in the Illuminati. Like he talks about, he's like, he's like, there's seven people he goes that I can call out right now. And he calls out a few of them. He's like, you know, He's like they give you he he's like they give you an ugly white woman that never talks, never does any interviews. He's like nothing. He's like this is the deal they present to you. And he talks about he's like he's like in an Illuminati thing. He's like they came to me and they came to Luda and they said only one of you can keep having this look. We'll give you 20 movies and we'll give you I think he said like 200 million dollars. So 10 million dollars a movie. He goes uh how many? And then he's he call he just he starts he calls out ludicrous and he's just like yeah he goes ugly white wife he goes ugly light skinned wife he goes never's never done any interviews never does anything never talks like listen and it's one of those like a lot of people are like oh this is all just like hearsay and stuff like that yeah any one of these people who have spoken up to try and clap back 
has only incriminated themselves even more. They've only come off as bigger cornball. Like Ludacris put out some freestyle and it was like, dude, take this down. Like this is corny and you are not helping your case. You know, it is like you are not helping your case. Uh, But -hmm. you know, like he, he says where he's just like, they came to us and they said, you know, like, you know, oh, you got to do this, this and that. And you know, he's like, I turned it down and Ludacris, you know, he, he was, you know, he was then in the Illuminati. Um, he calls out Kevin Hart as being uh, an industry plant. You know, he's like he had a mm-hmm. he he had a failed sitcom, and then he came here, had a show, and then fucking uh, Soul Plane. You know, like he he calls him out. He's like, this doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It hasn't happened since then. Like it's not. And again, as someone who I've never like I've never thought Kevin Hart was funny aside from scary movie three and 40 year old virgin i really i like i like his bits and in, in, in those but uh-huh. like he is someone who i mean like even like and it's funny because i had no idea but like he's the one who put on tiffany haddish and it wasn't until um uh the after party that like i even came around on her like prior to that yeah. like i would i would i specifically would not watch projects because of her you know where i'm just <laughs> like I'm like, no, like there's just some act, you know, there's some actors where you see, you're just like, oh, this fucking guy's in it. I'm good. I don't want to fucking watch this. Um, But he calls him out as being an industry plant. There's comedian uh, uh, Ricky Smiley who claims that uh, he was supposed to be Money Mike and Friday After Next. Um, He just, everything that Cat, he just, he's basically everything that Cat Williams, you know, uh, did or got. He's like, oh, I was supposed to do that. I was supposed to do that. And Cat Williams is like, then how come nobody else who's worked on this movie has like backed those claims? Nobody. Not one person who's worked on any of these films were like, yeah. He's just like, no. He was Money Mike because, you know, Ice Cube brought him in. And it was just like, well, I used to, like, he wasn't a pimp, but he lived with prostitutes. So he's like, I kind of, like, I used to live with, I kind of, you know, he rewrote a lot of that. And, you know, like it's just like he comes for him. He comes for Tyler Perry as well, and and Ricky Smiley, where he's just like, you know, he's like they they're only good when they're working as uh, in, in in drag. You know, like if they're not if they're not in a dress, you know, he's like they're not good. You know, he's like yeah. Tyler Perry can't play a man to save his life. You know, <laughs> uh, he talks about he was uh, uh he was supposed to do a movie with Martin Lawrence. You know, like he was just like, dude, he's like, you know, we're boys. I got your back. You know, he was like, he's like, let's do a buddy cop movie. And then he came to him for uh, Big Mama's House. So there's it's, there's this long standing thing in, in, in Hollywood. There's a oh man, this might be getting a little like in too deep and stuff like that, you know, where it's just like there's a lot of these like Hollywood rituals that they talk about, you know. And one of mm-hmm. the things is like humiliation. You know, a lot of times these people go through these like phases of them being humiliated publicly. You know, you think of Kim Kardashian, her sex tape gets leaked out. Then yeah. she becomes a fucking billionaire. Doja Cat's doing some weird shit on fucking Instagram Live where she's like, oh, poo poo pee pee. All of a sudden, she's the biggest fucking pop star ever. You know, like, it's just, there's these <laughs> things, you know. And one of the things he talks about, he's like, is again, a humiliation ritual is they put you in drag and they put you in these dresses. And a lot of these, a lot of the people that, you know, it's one plus one equals two. It's a lot of these same sort of name, you know, where it's just like, 
these people do these roles of them in drag and you know like again just these like humiliation things and he's just like i have different standards like that i i'm okay i don't need that you know like he claims like he's like i'm doing very good and the and again the good thing like he you know he's like i'm way richer than i need to be i'm fine i'm good you know he's like me he has like he has 10 kids i think three of them are like out the house you know but he's just like i have we have everything they need there was a line where he's like i wake up every day he's like and and i'm rich i'm rich in the sense that i have everything that i need everything that i want is around me like it's i want not i need you know yeah which is good like that's i and you know i think like it's you know that's sort of how like the healthy mentality healthy mentality like that's definitely you know me um uh, you know, he admits all the stuff about, you know, Diddy coming out, you know, he's just like, no, he's like, I was constantly, he's like, I got the receipts constantly inviting yeah. me, trying to do things. And it's just like, no, you know, um, along with same thing where he's like, he got publicly shamed for calling out Bill Cosby, for calling out Art Kelly, for calling out Harvey yeah. Weinstein, you know, it's like, they tried to cancel him. And then this happens, you know, all of a sudden it's like, he's like blackballed and it's because of that. Cause you're not supposed to call out Michael Jackson as a black man in the industry. Like, no, 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 no. You're not yeah. supposed to do that, but he fucking does it anyway. You know, um, he talks about, and I remember this a few years ago where everyone was like, he's on drugs. He's a crackhead and stuff like that. But like, I'd seen a lot of his standup where he talked about like, he does, he smokes weed and he drinks that he doesn't do drugs, you know? And he talks yeah. about in this interview where he's like, he was homeless. He was a fucking homeless kid. And, you know, like when you're in these shelters, a lot of times it's like, oh, like what like what happened with you? And it's like, oh, I got hooked onto meth. Now I suck dick for fucking meth. Yeah. You know, it's like I lost my my job, my money, my wife, my kids, everything. But I have my meth, and he's just like, that fucking scared him straight. You know? Mm-hmm. So he's just like, again, he talks about that. He's like no he's like there's no one that can tell you they've ever sold me a drug there's no one that's ever done drugs with me like he grew up a preacher's son he's just like i like why yeah. like why is it that like you know there's these claims of like yeah 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 this person does this but no one's ever done it with this person no one's ever sold this person any of these things um again i mentioned i mentioned the the light-skinned wives where it's you know if you sign up for the program you get a light-skinned weird face uh wife that never does any interviews um you know he and, and talking about like uh because shannon sharp he, again this is my first time ever seeing like i've seen some stuff that he like random clips of him and ocho cinco um okay. but he, i think he's a good interviewer you know he, he's asking you know he's getting yeah, on to sort of all the things I, yeah i didn't like i didn't even know he had a podcast or anything and i was just like because what i heard is like shannon sharp like what like apparently he's also a wrestling fan I got to check that out. Oh. But they ask him about another, you know, uh, Friday movie. He talks about, mm-hmm. he's like, well, you know, he's like, I, he's like me and Ice Cube did get together, which, and, I, and, he, and Ice Cube fucking thanked him. Like, there's been so many people coming out and like thanking him and proving his points. Like specifically where, yeah. you know, he's just like these ungrateful motherfuckers. He's like, who are always, who, who talked about like, oh, Ice Cube didn't pay me enough. He's like, he was self-financing this film. Where like where was the money coming from? Like everyone was pretty much taking a pay cut to work on it, but John yeah. Witherspoon never fucking talked shit. You know, it's like if a John Witherspoon isn't talking shit, like if a Chris Tucker isn't talking shit, like who the fuck are you? You know, to be like mm-hmm. uh, talking shit about like I didn't get paid enough. But then you know he mentions Chris Tucker. He's like you know he's like Chris Tucker too. He's like you know 
He's like that. He's like that's not the same Chris Tucker anymore. He's like that's Jeff's. You know, he's like Jeff Epstein. That's Epstein Island, Chris Tucker. You know, he's like Michael Jackson's best friend. And there's so many times where you see Shannon like get awkward because like he knows he can't talk about it. You yeah. know, there's things where you can clearly see where it's just like, I mean, you can't see the video, but sometimes, like sometimes one of us will say something, knowing yeah. it's to pop the other one. You know, yes. uh, and that is very much what's going on here, you know. Um, but and, you know, uh, one of the things, too, that was cool was, uh, again, like how like good of a person that he is. Like he talks yeah. about uh, uh, Melba Moore. You know, she's uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I believe she was either she was an, she's either an actress or a musician of sorts. But like. Cat Williams talks about how like he paid for her Hollywood Walk of Fame star because it was, you know, he's like, she wasn't conventionally what they wanted in, I believe it was an actor. You know, he's like, she didn't okay. look the part, didn't talk the part, but it isn't, that didn't mean that she wasn't good. And it's sort of one of those that's like, well, if I don't do it, no one's going to fucking do it. So he, you know, he took it upon himself, but he also talks about how like, you know, a lot of these stand-ups that he sees, you know, he's like, there's, and again, a lot of them will come out of the woodworks of like, yeah, man, you know, I, I performed at a club. Cat Williams is also there. The end of the night, you know, fucking woman came up to me, said, here you go. This is from Cat Williams. You know, just, that was a, here you go. You did good. Just a bonus. You know, are people that have opened up for him where they're just like, yeah. I was expecting X amount. I got double that. I got triple that, you know? And it was just, just for the sake of him wanting to, you know, to give back and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, definitely like, you know, again, check it out if, if you get the chance, because again, like this motherfucker comes for everyone. Like he comes for everyone. And, you know, like I, uh, it reminded me of, there's an interview again from like a few years back now where there was like some lady in, uh, um, Wanda something. She's like in Atlanta. And she has him on his show, and she's just like starts like subtly insulting. Like she calls him. She's like, "Yeah, go back to prison." He's like, "I've never been to prison in my life." He's like, "He's like nineteen felonies, not one conviction." You know, and like yeah. he's just like again. She's trying to like fucking like it's basically to me where it's just like like the same way you don't diss Eminem. It's like by all means, do it, but like know yeah. know what you're getting yourself into because like. <laughs> no one mm -hmm. comes out unscathed. You like he just starts going in on this fucking lady. Like he's like, uh, he's like, oh yeah, he, he's like, oh yeah, he's like, you know, because she starts asking about his kids. Like she's just like, oh, like, what, what do you cook for your kids? And he's like, well, he's like, I got the seven kids. He goes in an unlimited food budget, so it's whatever they want to eat. You know, like, you know, he's like, I can cook. Yeah, he's like, what about you? He's like, what's your go-to dish? And she's like, well, uh. I make a really good broccoli and everyone in the studio starts laughing. He's like, broccoli? He's like, broccoli. He goes, he's like, right now. He goes, look up what it takes to make broccoli. Boil water. Throw broccoli in there. That's it. Like, he's just going in on this lady. <laughs> and I guess after that interview, she wind up getting canceled because, like, in the interview, she makes, like, gay jokes and all this stuff. And I guess it came out that she was, like, super homophobic. Like, it's just one of those things where it's just, like, because you you fucked around and found out. You wanted to talk your yeah. shit, make your gay jokes. Like, and again, he was just, like, he doesn't, he I guess he was, like, he doesn't really do press. But that was right after he had won an Emmy uh, for his episode in Atlanta. 
you know, the fucking mm-hmm. alligator man, uh, which is so good. If you've ever seen, if, 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 if you've not seen that episode, it's fucking, uh, have you, have you watched that episode yet? Or no, you no. haven't watched Atlanta, no. right? No. no. So he, he plays Donald Glover's uncle. His like, uh, his uncle. Who, is this the is this the Halloween one you wanted to do? No, no. This is, oh, this okay. is a completely separate one. That's uh, he Donald Glover goes there, and it's like him and his, he's our Cat Williams is his uncle. He's like an army vet, so he's kind of like jumpy or whatever. Um, yeah. And he has a pet alligator. Like he just has a giant fucking pet alligator. It's like <laughs> in the kitchen, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And like Donald Glover is there to to get his gun. Um, and he's like arguing with his girlfriend or whatever, and and the police show up, and he like opens the door, and it's like a screen door, and then the door, and he's like, "Can I help you?" And they're just like, "Yeah, like you know, we heard there was domestic disturbance." He's like, "No, nope, no." He's like, "No disturbance." He's like, "She doesn't even live here, so there's no domesticness for her to, fight, you know." Yeah. And they're, they're just like, "You have to." Oh, we need to talk. He's like, "No." He's like, "Why?" He's like, "And it's very much like, no, I don't have to step out of my house, you know, because I didn't mm-hmm. do anything." Like it's one of like there's no probable cause, and it's just sort of going back and yeah. forth. And he's just like, "Get the fuck out of here!" He goes before I fucking let my alligator loose, and like everyone's <laughs> like, "No, no, that's the alligator man. Leave him alone. Leave him alone." And fucking what do you call it? Uh, like Donald Glover comes and he's like, "Please, like it's my uncle. He's a war vet. Like I'll go talk to him." And they're like, "Hey, man, does he really have an alligator in there?" And they're like, "He's like, yeah." And then he winds up letting the alligator loose on them. Uh, and then in the scene, there's a, there's a claim where he talks about, he's like, I, he's like, I could fucking run. He's like 55 yards and whatever the fucking thing. Like, just oh, yeah, some, the 4 three forty. Yeah. yeah. And people are like, that's yeah. bullshit. You watched that ep- last episode of Atlanta <laughs> in flip-flops. They show him fleeing the scene. Yeah. Guarantee you he can run that. I can <laughs> guarantee you he can fucking run that. Because, again, you see him in flip-flops fucking running, and it's just like... <laughs> This motherfucker knows what he's talking about. Um, yeah. Also, Gypsy Rose got out of jail. I don't know if you're too familiar with Gypsy Rose and uh, what happened with her. No. Oh man, it's a pretty interesting case. Maybe we'll do a detective agency episode about it. It's uh, <laughs> it's a in a, in a nutshell, it's this like woman who like drugged her daughter and kept her convinced that she was like uh sick for like a long time, and again just kept like drugging her and purposely like keeping her like wheelchair bound and stuff like that and oh, okay. uh daughter found out that like she was being lied to and uh she met some dude and like the dude fucking killed her mom and like she went to jail for it like the guy he's serving life she served like eight years or something like it's a fucked up story like it is a fucked up story of like how it happened especially the people that came out afterwards and it's just like yeah man same thing happened to me like my parents lied to me yeah. about being sick forever. It's uh, a lot of sick people out in the world, Drew. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know, man. It's uh, I don't know how long we've been recording for now at this point because we've we've been yeah. going on for a while. We've recorded a few <laughs> things. We've been going on for a while. Um, what do you guys got going on this week over at the draft pod, Drew? Oh shit! Uh... Oh, which I want to say, uh. uh not from last week, but as of two weeks ago, you guys talked about, you know, you guys did the I think you should leave uh, thing yeah. with uh, Vinny. Uh, yeah. As of yesterday, both our boys, Sam Richardson and fucking uh, yes, uh, Tim, Robinson. Tim Robinson, won themselves some fucking yeah. Emmys. So, fuck yeah. yeah. Props to those fucking yeah. dudes. Those Detroiters. Dude, that's so, 
dude that was so cool i actually i i saw sam posted that i was gonna i should i might just put it on my story because i just thought that was so fucking cool so um but yeah we so this week will be our uh our potties our uh you know our favorite uh, ten what we've from what we've seen and heard so far from 2023 like we just go through like our favorite uh, favorite song, favorite movie, favorite TV character, or maybe just general character. Uh, yeah, I mean, we just uh, stand up special of the year, um, viral moment for 2024. I know what it's going to be. <laughs> Start starting off the year hot. I yeah. tell you that much. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna note this for next year. Oh hey, I I already said it. I already tweeted about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, shout out Drugs Delaney. It's his birthday today. Yes. Yeah, fucking real king, real king shit right there. Love me some fucking drugs, Delaney. You know who else I love though, Drew? And he, and he, and he recently got a good looking haircut. You know? Listen, guy, no guy. <laughs> he always gets a good haircut. You yeah. know, like whenever I see him post his haircut videos, I'm just or his haircut pictures. I'm like, hell yeah, yeah. they lined up my boy real fucking good. It's yeah. like, ladies, watch out, fucking drugs, Delaney is <laughs> coming through. Uh but you know, again, another set of people that I love, of course, are the the wonderful patrons of the show. Again, you mm-hmm. yourself can sign up. It's still basically a fresh, fresh new month. And uh, yeah, this Friday you'll hear over at uh, if, if you sign up for the five for the five dollar tier, every Friday uh, a different movie review. Um, this week it'll be myself and Steve grows weed, talking Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Um, Steve grows feast. Steve Gross Feast. Oh, that'll be the fucking the best crossover. Um, and then if you're they're gonna the, have their own podcast. <clears throat> oh yeah, God, I would love to do a podcast. We gotta, we gotta hook these two up. <laughs> they're like, no, the Philly fucking Ontario feud must continue. Um, <laughs> yeah, but goes back to the ninety two or ninety three series, whatever it was. Yeah, ninety three, I think. <laughs> um, and then if you remember the ten dollar up tier this Thursday. Uh, myself and Drew doing an episode on celebrity clones. You'll get yeah. to hear us talk about who is or who isn't. Yeah. God, we should get Cat Williams for that episode. Maybe maybe some are just plants. Maybe. Dude, uh, man, and you know what? Again, and I'm sorry, but it's just like, it's one of those things like I've always loved Cat Williams, you know? Yeah. And just seeing him come back with such a fucking ferocity, I was just like, yeah. hell yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Like fucking... You know, I don't know. It's just something about these fucking opinionated people speaking their fucking minds where it's just like, I love that shit. No, I mean, yeah. Like, he, I don't know. To me, it wasn't like anything. I mean, some of it's kind of crazy, but like, like for the most part, he's just calling people on their bullshit, like, which is, yeah. which is what he's always done. Like, you watch a stand up, that's what it is. I'm, I'm telling you, there was a, there was a stand up, uh, or it was like some clip I saw where it was like at some comedy award show or something. It's, Cedric, Steve Harvey, Dave Chappelle, and I forget who the fourth is, but like uh, Dave Chappelle's joking, and he's just like, oh, he's like, you know, he's like, I bet, he's like, oh, he's like, I bet everyone knows what they're thinking is, is Cat Williams here? Is he gonna say something? And they laugh, and then it's just like, oh shit, the Cat, he's like, Cat Williams is there, and literally, he's just like, oh, just kidding, like, like you see, like, I don't want to say the fear in his <laughs> yeah. eye, but just like, oh, just kidding, ha ha ha, yeah. and like Cedric and Steve just like as quickly as they can just change the subject because this is like. You know this motherfucker is about to go off on you. You know yeah. he's about to fucking just and so yeah. So I, you know, like you said, yeah. Like this is just who he's been. Dude's always called yeah. people out on their shit, and you know, like backs it up. 
you know that's the thing like he he like that's the one of the things that he talks about where he's just like you shouldn't let you don't let someone fucking all uh, on steroids talk about like real athletes the same way yeah. you don't don't you don't let losers rewrite the the history of winners <laughs> yeah you know it's just surrounding yourself by losers is unbecoming of you the Drew. motherfucker's not even on Tubi. I got 12 specials, Drew. <laughs> he has four. They're not available on Netflix or Tubi. Let me rephrase that. Uh, you know who you can find on Netflix or Tubi, though? is uh, yeah. Clifford Frazier, Jesse Kohlenberg, Joshua Davis, our man Neil Flanagan, Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Vivian Urbina, My Godfather, Jesus, Shout out Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Steve Feast, Rachel Sayarto, uh Lil Cat Williams, uh Lucy Salgado, <laughs> Lupe Dominguez, the Kings of Sport Podcast, Darren Kissler, and Steve Grows Weed. My voice uh, is almost Lil out. Cat Williams. Yeah. Lil- I wanna fuck him. It's pimping pimping. Yeah. I wanna be fucking we calling some people out, you know? I'm gonna be doing some serious HR violations. <laughs> Well, you know, there's, there's, nah, I go on Wes's podcast for that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, guys, again, uh, thank you for listening. Oh, and then the, this, this Wednesday, um, will be, uh, another episode of, uh, the music box. Yep. So one with fucking, uh, wait, <laughs> oh, I think I might, oh man, my brain's melting. Cause I, th- hold on. <laughs> I know. I I think I might have been right. I think I, in in as much as uh, um, <laughs> the ep, the the Patreon might be. I I might have scheduled it for uh. Next week is good. I mean, next week is Captain America. I might have because I I recorded the the one with Steve Fees. Bear bear just, with. Listen, just just subscribe to the Patreon. You're. Sometime this month, you're going to get a <laughs> Captain America Winter Soldier review. You're going to get a fucking Gone Girl review. Uh, you possibly will get a fucking Goonies review. You would have gotten the Lost in Translation review. Yeah, I'm trying to see like what I have uh, uh, scheduled. Because I, I think because... So, okay... So scheduled for Friday. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, this is going so slow. Is Gone Girl. Yes. So this Friday will be Gone Girl as Steve Feast is joining us uh, over yeah. at the fucking... Yeah, so because he's joining us uh, on Scrump and Drew's Music Box, uh, we'll be talking Huey Lewis in the News, The Roots, Erica Badu, Modern Baseball, Bob Dylan, Mac Miller, and more. Man, I am fucking just off my kilt today. But you know what? Uh, I am going to. I'm going to go lift, bro. And go to the gym. Actually, yeah. it's the Lord's Day. I might also rest. I don't know. I also need to get dinner. My voice is really raspy now. <laughs> so, for this week's episode of Scrump and Drew's Family Detective Agency, <laughs> I've been Scrump. I've been Drew. And this is friend of the show, Cat Williams, who has 12 specials. He has 12 specials. And Cedric the Entertainer 
only has four and they're not available on Netflix or Tubi. Let me rephrase that for you, Wes. He has four and they're not available on Netflix or Tubi. But you know who is, though? Friend of the show? Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here. Friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast. And so I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang.